Today. 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 Today with Jeff Vines. Twice every weekday on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. And it is a very significant week ahead when it comes to issues to do with Israel and the Middle East. Israel celebrating 70 years later this week and of course significant things will be unfolding as the week goes on. Let's get our regular update on some of the breaking news headlines as they've been reported in the media around the world. Ron Ross is back with us. Hello Ron, welcome back to 2020. And welcome back to you. Thank you very much. And look, we'll get to the 70-year type celebrations very shortly, but there's a number of other headlines. Let's tackle some of those first. Uh, first of all, some charges to an East Jerusalem community centre that's tied to terrorism claims. Yeah, Defence Minister Avigdor Lieberman yesterday labelled the Aliyah Institute a community centre operating in East Jerusalem, a terror establishment following recommendations by the Shin Bet Security Agency. According to a statement from Lieberman's office, the Defence Minister signed a special order under Section 3A of the Anti-Terrorism Law after it was found that the Institute, which operates as a youth centre, was acting on behalf of the Democratic Front for the Liberation of Palestine, the DFLP. The recommendations were made after months of surveillance by the Shin Bet, which found that the Institute carried out activities aimed at promoting the activities of the DFLP in Jerusalem, such as recruiting and training activists to spread the group's militant ideology through incitement videos. The security establishment led by the Shin Bet Security Service acts decisively and will uproot any attempt to establish terror elements in East Jerusalem. We take all measures. We will not accept an institution that acts as an outpost of terror in Israel, the uh, Defence Minister said. Uh, Let's talk about the Arab summit that's been going on in the Middle East and the Saudi king has taken the opportunity to slam Iran and uh, the US-Jerusalem embassy move. Yes, Saudi Arabia's King Salman uh, at the weekend uh, absolutely blasted Iran's blatant interference in the region and then he lashed out at the US over Jerusalem as Arab leaders met in the kingdom for their annual summit. The 82-year-old monarch took aim at Washington's decision to recognise the disputed city of Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and transfer the US embassy from Tel Aviv. The final statement released by the League declared the move null and illegitimate. Under the auspices of Riyadh, 17 heads of state from across the Arab world, not including Syrian President Bashar al-Assad, gathered in the eastern city of uh, the Saudi city of Dharan, home to Saudi oil giant Aramco, as world powers face off over Syria and tensions rise between Riyadh and Tehran. The meeting opened only 24 hours after a barrage of strikes launched by the United States, Britain and France hit targets they said were linked to chemical weapons developed in Syria, which was suspended from the League seven years ago. A seat marked 
Syrian Arab Republic sat empty uh, during the conference. Uh, let's talk about those airstrikes in Syria and uh, those uh, targeted chemical weapons bases. Uh, Israel's got an opinion on that too. What are they saying? Yeah, Israel said the combined US, British and French strikes on Syria were an appropriate response to the alleged chemical gas attack and warned that Damascus's action puts it in danger of further strikes. And the thing they added that I haven't seen uh, covered anywhere else said that that included targeting Syrian leadership in the future. Last year, President Trump made it clear that using chemical weapons crossed the red line. Led by the Americans, the U.S., and France, and Britain acted appropriately, said a statement attributed to an unnamed official in Jerusalem. Uh, Ron, let's talk about the Christians around the world. seems to be Christians from every corner of the earth do try to make some sort of a, a pilgrimage or a tourist visit to Israel, and they find their way to Jerusalem. But Chinese Christians, they've been waving an Israeli flag on the Temple Mount. And this has caused some storm. The last time the Israeli flag flew on the Temple Mount was for a very brief time, after the IDF conquered the site in the 1967 Six-Day War, and now I, uh, last week, a Chinese Christian group of tourists raised the flag on the steps leading up to the Dome of the Rock. Stand with us, a non-profit pro-Israel education and advocacy organization based in Los Angeles reported they said an Israeli flag has not flown on the Temple Mount since the 1967 war. Today, they said Chinese tourists brought an Israeli flag up to the Temple Mount. They said, I'm not sure how they got the flag past security and how the WAC, the Jordanian Islamic security that controls the mount, or police did not notice. But this is a massive precedent, they said. And... Uh, then the Chinese tourists disappeared and no one can find them. Well, I'm sure they want to not be found as well. <laughs> Ron, <laughs> it's a big week this week, a 70 years celebration happening 18th to the 20th of April, and there's great pride in Israel about, over this past 70 years, some of the prominent inventions that have been created in that time. There was a competition run to find out the most important and in the first stage of that competition, 52,000 people voted. And then in the second stage, another 63,000. Interesting to note that on top of the pile was the Iron Dome. An Iron Dome launcher fires an interceptor rocket in southern Israel, the only missile and rocket interceptor system of its kind. The Iron Dome was developed in 2007 and is considered to be one of the most important and influential Israeli inventions born out of necessity. Then comes the Waze. Now, this might come as a surprise to everyone. The Waze is an Israeli mobile satellite navigation application, and it has revolutionized your driving. Waze is an Israeli application developed in 2006 for GPS road navigation and most of us know exactly what that is. Then there's the water gin. Uh, the fresh drinking water is also 
always been a humanity's challenge. WaterGen invented cutting-edge technology to provide a low-cost solution for creating a renewable source of fresh and clean drinking water by extracting it directly from the atmosphere. The other one that I wanted to mention to you uh, that I found was very interesting, and it was listed number seven, the Shoresh. The Shoresh sandals. This is the Israelis bringing back biblical footwear. Shoresh sandals, also known as source, are outdoor sandals used for trekking and other activities and are famous for their non-slip sole. I found it very amazing that over 70 years, they brought back biblical sandals. <laughs> I think that's very interesting. Have you ever worn a pair of those biblical sandals uh, on the streets of Jerusalem? I have indeed. The other thing in number eight was the USB stick. Okay. Uh, your computer on a key ring was the Israeli company responsible for the production of the flash memory storage product, and most of the people who hate Israel still use their inventions. Well, when we have a national milestone, we like to talk about the great inventions of Australia and why not talk about the great inventions of Israel as they approach a significant milestone uh, celebrating 70 years this coming weekend. And Ron Ross... amazing. I've been through the program for the 48 hours. It's a $30 million deal and uh, it... You wouldn't sleep for two days. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to monitoring how those things uh, come along and uh, what the Israelis are doing to celebrate and uh, how we might even connect in some way to those sorts of celebrations. Ron Ross, always so good getting your insights, your updates. Thanks so much for scouring the media around the world uh, to get us those headlines for today. We'll talk again next week, but thank you so much for being with us on 2020. My pleasure, sir. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.